And we're live. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. This is the Super Boss Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Luke, joined by my two co-hosts, Harrison and Ian. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. Um, all you new listeners, the way this works, three of us are a bunch of nerds, and we just talk about nerd stuff. So specifically on this episode, we're talking about the new Batman film that just came out. So they're going to be spoilers. Uh, and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about Elden Ring, a little bit, maybe just because I want to gush about it. Uh, so yeah, mainly Batman. Just go ahead and relax, and we're going to get started. Harrison and Ian, how have you guys been? Uh, Lost Ark is fun, if we're going to talk about it. Yeah, see, I, um, <laughs> I think everybody knows that. Yeah. No, we're good. I'm is good. that all you've been doing recently, Harrison, is just Lost Ark? Yeah, that's it. That's all I've been doing. Yeah. Ian? Uh, about the same. Um, I played a little bit of Elden Ring, that's fun. But... Uh... He's been surprisingly been on Lost Ark way is, more. Is Lost Ark the new game for you guys now? Uh, I've slowed down on it now. Uh, I think I'm at a part where it's just like there is stuff I could go do, but I don't feel like going and doing it. So I just kind of like, oh, I'll just like log on, do the dailies, and then I'm going to move on. Do your job, basically. Yeah. Just need you to catch up, Ian. That's really what we need. Mm. The Adrian and I are waiting. Mm, I see. I see. <laughs> no, it's like surprising it. how many people we have, but it's cool. yeah, yeah. See, played Elden Ring. Sorry, it's all played Lost Ark. Elden Ring came out. Played Elden Ring. So, as did everyone when, else. There's the level of I know what's going on in Elden Ring, and then I'm like completely under it now. So. <laughs> what I am on the level about is Batman because I think we've all seen it at this point. Yep. And confirm. Yes. Harrison is the Batman man. fan. Batman man, Batman <laughs> fanatic. Batman. So we're going to get to him last because I want him to stew and suffer as Ian and I just pick apart why the movie was just the worst Batman film. Probably sense ever but no i'm just kidding mm. it was my favorite batman film straight up i think it's better than all the others mainly because there's like three points i think that i really liked about it one is that i like robert pattinson so unabashedly i watch all of his films so that's already good that's already going for him he has an incredible jawline, so he fills out the suit, and the suit is super awesome looking. And then I know I we're probably gonna talk about this a lot, Harrison, but the vibe was like very gritty noir esque and not mm-hmm. super high tech Batman who's at like top of his game. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. Acting was really good. But those are my three points. We'll start diving into it in a bit. Ian, do you have any like differing thoughts about? No, actually, uh, I came to the same conclusion. I think it's also my favorite Batman movie. Live action. Um, good catch. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is there an animated one you like more? Because I know they have the killing joke. Yeah. The weird samurai one. <laughs> I don't even I think about those. I think that's all Dang. the animated Batman films I know. Because yeah, I don't count Justice more. League ones. Like it has to be a Batman only or Batman centric film to be a Batman film. Mm. But we'll let Harrison talk about that. The, uh, I mean, the 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 anime one is that's just fun. That's just that's just a fun movie. (laughs) Can't confirm. Uh, no, I don't know. I I would have to. I would have to take like an hour to think about if there's an animated one I like more. Um, but uh, yeah, this one was really good. Uh, it had really good mood. Uh, some really good. 
there's like a, a few uh themes and stuff that I liked a lot. Um believe in a society theme. Yeah. Um Yeah. Uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Um that's kind of like my overview thoughts on it. Mr. Cool. Harrison. All right. Yeah, I I it? I yes. I think this may also be my most favorite Batman movie. Yeah. I wanted to sleep on it cuz I was like I don't know, you know, you don't want it like the hype just to set in is like cuz when I left the theater I was like this is the best thing ever. This is <laughs> this is it. This is how it should have been done. Cuz yeah. I agree with everything that you guys said like the feeling like I finally feel like this is the like the nitty gritty like dark noir like Gotham how it should be. Um, I think Robert Pattinson fucking killed it, and I think the suit like I think what's really nice overall is like it's one of the it's a it's honestly just a good standalone Batman film in that we live in like this time where everything has to somewhat be tied to something because it's in a universe, so therefore you have to watch something to understand this. But finally, we can just have this movie. And just be, you just go in and it's like, cool. Is this a Batman film? I don't have to know too much. I don't like there's these guys, but it's not like I had to kneel it from somewhere else. But it helps if you like it would be cool. It's just one of those like someone that doesn't know much about Batman or just like very low level. Like, honestly, everyone I talked to, they're like, this is amazing. Like, I don't know too much and I didn't have to. And I think that that's where the strength of this movie pulled from a lot is like you don't have to have prior. It's just if you know Batman, you're just going to have fun with it. And then the biggest thing is that I think they finally just nailed the detective feel like they just had that thriller aspect with the yeah. movie compared to most of the time. It's like exactly what Luke said. Like I was thrown off when he said it just now. He's like, Oh, it's not that high tech thing. I was like, Batman doesn't have to be that. It's just a net, essentially just has that aspect. But the whole point is like, it's supposed to feel like this kind of movie. Like this is how Gotham and Batman should feel. And I think this is like the closest it's felt in a while. Mm. So, and I think that's why I think the movie is like really good overall. Yeah. Yeah. So having said that it's probably my favorite Batman film, I'm going to get onto one of my, one of my big gripes now with the film. And I th I think part of it does come from the fact that I don't really know Batman that well as like a series or a character. But I think there were way too many characters in that movie. Um, and they're like in the middle part, there's the mid part where um, it's, it may have been after Selena comes back from the club and they're dealing with like the revelations they found in the club. But mm -hmm. I got lost with so many names and like part of it is I don't know these characters very well and maybe my attention span just isn't really there, but you have Robert Pattinson, you know, so you have Batman, Alfred, I'm just going to name all these named characters and you're trying to keep track of them. Batman, Alfred, Selena slash Catwoman, her friend Anika, I think you had Gordon, the commissioner, you had the Riddler, you had Falcone, Maroni, um, the Penguin, the Riddler. And then you had like a three or four other characters who were just like, they've been name dropped because they're relevant to the whole um, Crooked Cop backstory. There was just so much to keep track of. And a lot of it, I don't even know if was really relevant. Because as, as, as much as I liked Selena slash Catwoman, I don't think she really brought much to the film as a whole. And she probably could have been cut. So, so many things I wish they had cut in favor of Batman versus the Riddler, I think is what I'm trying to tie into my first, first slash 1.5 gripe is... Too many characters, and it should have been all about the Riddler and not this offshoot into Gotham is corrupt. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
I, Ian, did you feel the same way? I guess, like, did you feel like you had to juggle characters and such in that aspect? Ian cheated. Personally, didn't have trouble keeping track of characters. Um, yeah. But two things. I, I think you... I think that happens when you have a a detective story, you know, because if you uh, in a lot of these like mystery type um things, you know, you have like a killer who is like going after victims, so you're gonna have like a string line of characters that you're gonna have to follow, and I like love those types of things, so I'm just used to it. Okay. I think, yeah. um, but also. The whole, uh, I, there was a, some like comic that I read, uh, called The Long Halloween that coincidentally I happened to read like a few months ago. Yeah. I'm actually surprised you read that because that, (laughs) that's good. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but, but it had like, it dealt with the entire backstory that this was dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only thing I think. The only thing it was missing was Harvey Dent. Otherwise, like it was beat for beat the same yeah. thing almost, and right. like all the other villains. But you know, yeah. Um, but it dealt with like the whole Falcone Maroni, um, yeah, and the backstory with his father and everything. It dealt with all that. Yeah. So, so I got like a, I guess a pre, a pre fielding for for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Like honestly, I felt that they, and I wonder if the issue is just because they kept throwing names. But for me, it's kind of the same in line with like Ian, where it's I treated like as like like because I did used to watch like a lot of like those CS, CSI like murder mystery shows. So it just felt like they focused to me really well on that. Like Riddler's the bad guy. Um, well, it was alluded that he was, but then they kept trying to point fingers, but. It was just like I think the cast they predominantly focus on like like Batman, Catwoman, Catwoman being the one that like oh started the whole issue. That's why Batman's kind of involved. And then like it felt like the other like other people that you mentioned like Gordon or or Gordon's actually a big part too actually so because he's like essentially like the other cop. So it's like the buddy cop thing. Penguin, Alfred, um, who is the Pringling Alfred, I feel like they had their moments where it's just like, okay, they're here just to like help kind of facilitate the whole thing somewhat. It was, but I didn't feel like they were like, I wouldn't be like, oh, name one, two, three, four. Like it didn't feel that way because it just felt like they were in and out relatively well and just served their purpose. And then like Falcone at the end became like that. It it it's like that twist that after every like murder mysteries like show TV show is like, oh, it went back to the yeah, this guy it's because real it's like bad that guy. Yeah. But it, yeah, I guess that's for me. It just felt good because in the end, like you wanted like a Batman v Riddler. This is in my head a Batman v Riddler because it's not going to be like, oh, he's not going to be front and center most of the time. Because I think they portrayed Riddler in a pretty good way, and because most movie adaptations always end up doing the one from um, uh, Michael Keaton's, I think, or Jim Carrey. Jim, well, Jim Carrey's one of them. Like he's like one of the strings that they always end up like doing. Like, oh, I'm in a green suit and I have this cane yeah. and I have this top hat and I don't. I think this in uh, this Harrison, way, that's a bowler hat. I yes, thank you. I could. I sat there. I'm like, it's the bowl, ah, duh, bowler hat, duh. But um, you're right. Correct me. No, no. Um, fake Batman fan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's why I kind of felt. It was fine. And I think Selena, like, also, I didn't feel like she, it didn't feel like she, because she helped start the process, but I didn't feel like she, like, overtook the movie either. I think she did a pretty good job being there, but it wasn't like a bat, it wasn't like one of those Batman cat, Catwoman movies. It was still, it still predominantly felt Batman, while Selena just was there to kind of be a part of the plot, but it wasn't like. If anything, I felt like it was more like Batman and Gordon more more often than not. And then Selena would occasionally come in and like, hey, we're going to progress the quest now. <laughs> Lost art. <laughs> but yeah. I guess, I think they did a really good, like, it didn't feel like they had to juggle as much as, like, 
and I get where you're coming from, Luke, where it's like they kept name dropping stuff. So it did after all, I'm like, all right, they mentioned Maroney, but why are they talking Maroney? Okay, they just want to mention the case. It, but it kind of, I did also kind of treat it like what Ian said, like one of those TV shows where it's like, okay, this is their, your main cast, and then you have like the people that are getting affected, like the DA. I'm like, I didn't remember who the DA was, but I was like, oh, that's the DA guy. Or, okay, that's not the, the I guess that's the current commissioner because they said his name yeah. or something like, like Pete or something like that. I but do think it weren't. is weird that they name dropped Maroney without actually having him in the movie at all. It's kind of weird. Uh, yeah. But maybe that was just like, hey, we'll throw in this name for like the real fans. I don't know. Well, it was kind of like, I think he's been, it's been done so much. Like he's, he was in Dark Knight. He was in like other previous iterations a mm-hmm. lot more too. So mm-hmm. I think it was just like, we don't want to, it's almost like, hey, let's not rehash the ba- his de- his parents dying again. I think yeah. people kind of get that. But Maroney is not that level, but I think... I don't yeah, know. I was going to say, like, yeah. do, do real fans really care about Maroney that much? So Probably not. I mean, he's important, but I don't... I didn't, I didn't feel like he, he needed though? to be in that. In, in, his ori- in the origin, yeah. In the, playing with his origin. We know yeah. his origin story. He's not but that important. He's not like the joker yeah. <laughs> or he's yeah. not like one of the yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. villains yeah not like the rogue galley right? yeah but. yeah and like tying into the whole like crime feel of the movie i think it did a really good job of um ian and i talked about this like right after we saw the movie how they they lay out so many plots and then at the end it all resolves because you mm-hmm. have um like the the beginning of the movie starts with the restoration project i think is what they call it renewal renewal project renewal. Yeah. and then at the end you see how all these characters have been affected by renewal and it ties into the climax yep but that cool. that's while it was really good writing i feel like it this, this goes to my second gripe i think the ending went a little too far about the theme because you have um i think the joker's reason his um his plan his reason for doing what he was doing basically was like you mean Riddler? Was, sorry what did i say you said joker, joker. just want to make sure joker's in there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's but, what i was like like <laughs> see the Riddler, I think, does a really good job of I've been personally affected by the Renewal Project and I'm going to take revenge. And then at the end, he takes it a step further and kind of becomes a Joker light because it becomes more than the Renewal Project was bad, but it was society is bad because look at all these corrupt people. And because society is bad, I'm going to have my... like cringe podcast slash cringe live stream pull in these fringe elements and then it's cringe because it's irl well it's and then it's like i i i could have understood them stopping it you know i have my cult following we're gonna assassinate the mayor because society is bad but it's beyond that it's we're gonna assassinate the mayor and then blow up the city. I was like, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. That's where you, that that to me. It's more it, of a it's, purge than like blow up. It was like purging out people is what I think. Well, because they blew the seawall. Mm-hmm. So see, so yeah, they're not blowing up the city, but they. It was a level to me that I think steps outside of what Riddler is known for, and I'm. I'm don't know very much about the Riddler, but I feel like damaging the city and wiping away society is a Joker thing. And then they have Joker in the end as like, he's like a very last scene with um, the Riddler in Arkham. And if wins, yay. I don't think they needed to include the Joker, but also I think they they kind of flubbed the the end, and that's complaint number two for me is Riddler. I think did a really good job in the beginning, and then his reasoning started 
to lose me. And I don't know if you felt the same way or not. No. It me- well, okay. So when you said I, like, I oh, he doesn't get this girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Tell go, go, go. us yeah. what is what. Um, yeah, so butt. my idea of the Riddler and the Joker has been, or at least, well, from this movie at least, my my idea of what the Joker's always been is he's always been um like chaos, like his his whole what what is it uh, operandi, modem operandi, whatever. What is operandi? This whole thing yeah. is like just an agent of chaos. And for me in this movie, uh, the Riddler was more of like not chaos. Per, well, I mean, there's definitely chaos, but he, his is more of like the agent of anarchy, mm-hmm. of like revolution. Um, and so that's why it felt a little more separate to me. But I don't know if that's how that uh, that's how those characters are normally portrayed or anything like that. So. Yeah, yeah. So typically with Riddler, he is, at least when he was typically introduced, it's always like, oh, I got, I got, uh, someone messed my life up at this point. I'm going to get, like, take, but, you know, get back at them. So at this, and it's funny because, like, there is a story after Death of the Family recently in New 52 where he ends up being, like, this level. So that's why I was like, okay, I guess for me, it was just like, okay, there, and that's the other, that's the other thing is, like, I think, to me, this is this actually pushes Riddler above like a B tier because usually it's always like, oh, I'm like the Riddles guy, figure this out because I'm a genius, but I'm also a psychopath. Um, they can't they kind of combine his character with two, like he's like a mix of like one from Hush and then one from or just the typical Riddler. So it that's why I guess like for me, I don't think that that doesn't like benefit anything. It's just like that. It's just he's a mix. So just the, I guess like his scope though. Uh, I I mean I always think it's nice to like if they at least pushed, push it a little bit. It's fine because at the end of the day it's like comic book like let's just blow this out of proportion anyway. So I guess I just have that kind of level of. I don't know, what's the word? I don't remember the words. I don't know words right now, but. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, like, to me, it's like, I don't, I, I guess the way you guys talk about it, though, is like, you, you have, like, this vision of, like, how Riddler is, and it's, like, sounds like it's a step down from what it could be, and what, I don't know, and I think, for me, it was just, like, I think it's just a nice iteration, because it, to me, Riddler's always known as, like, the gag villain. Yeah. One of the gag villains, right? Or, while normally, he's actually, like, super intelligent, and he's just super intelligent, he's just, it just, this one kind of shows it. And like how much, how much of his psyche kind of gets to that point. So it, and I think it in the end it's just like it keeps pushing. And I think maybe it is just a twist of like it probably did push more, but it kind of played into Batman didn't solve this at the end of the day. He didn't solve the riddle. Like I also actually think that's great. Like Batman failed at solving that at the very end. So I think that was a yeah. nice touch too. Like he didn't like yeah he actually he thought he did, and then all of a sudden boom he did it. Yeah, I think that was a really good twist in that. I mean, the the crucial mistake was he sees the tool and assumes coming it means from something his, else. Yeah, coming from his upbringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he like, I don't know what this is for, so why would I ever think to use it for a carpet? Yeah. Um, but sorry, like to go back to your thing, it's like, I, I kind of get what you mean, though. Like it does, I've also, I also would be okay if they stopped there, too. I will say, like, just add. Like, my my hitch about the way they've done the joke, or the Riddler, and I, I think it's... I think it's a bold move to take characters in newer directions, but having said that, if they continue to make... Like, if they make a sequel or another set of films in this style of Batman how do you introduce the Joker and not diminish either of the characters is my point. Because if if the Riddler is moving up in terms of he's not just the funny man who makes, you know, stupid riddles and becomes a bigger agent of anarchy, then 
you're going to blur the line between Riddler and Joker a lot. I don't think that's, I, I can see that, but I don't think it's a big issue in that Riddler, like what Ian said, it's more like, not like an age of anarchy per se, but it's like, at least like his reasonings will be there while Joker, you can easily just be like, no, I just want to fuck it up. Like that's typically how Joker to me is always portrayed. Cause at the end of the day, he's there just to, he's there to mess with Batman while Riddler actually was just trying to get back at him. And he just used Batman to like do all that. That's the dynamic I'm getting. They kind of touched that with Riddler, but not exactly. See, like I can understand them having two different motivations yeah. But if they both do the same actions from those motivations, then I don't think that makes a big enough distinction because the Riddler set up all this, um, you know, assassinating the mayor and revealing how corrupt the police are, leading to flooding Gotham. And he has reasonings for that. But if Joker just wants to start killing city officials and damages Gotham in some way, then the the motivations I don't think speak hard enough to differentiate their actions is my big point. And obviously, you know, they probably have a better idea of what they're going to do with both characters. Yeah. But from what I know of the Joker, um, yeah. his actions are very like overt and the Riddlers, see, like, I think they did the Riddler best when they do, like, the whole cipher sequence when he's speaking in code. Mm-hmm. And probably one of the bigger highlights, and I think what sets the Riddler apart from a lot of characters is how he's very much a, like, character in the background, is the funeral for the mayor and the mm-hmm. guy, the, like, corrupt cop, who has like the giant bomb collar has to Yeah, the DA, yeah. Yeah, like he that sequence I think sets up Riddler the best where he's set up his dominoes and then it ends with the corrupt cop. What the fuck was I going with this? Yeah, that was just a really good scene. And I was going to say that feeling of the Riddler was behind that sequence of the crash in the funeral felt a little different than the Riddler's ending where I've manipulated all these fringe elements and they're enacting a shooting. I can't explain right now why it feels different, but that felt different. No, it is so. different though. I mean, it is different. Oh yeah, period. it's it's yeah. different, but the Are you trying to say different bad is that what you're trying to no. get? No. Uh, I think what I'm trying to say is the Riddler deliberately set up the events of the funeral crashing and is still in control. And then when it's at the end and he has his followers commit a shooting, it it's like one step divorced of the Riddler still being in control. Because now it's not the Riddler doing these things, it's people believing in the Riddler doing these things. That felt off. And I, I, th- I think it all leads into the third act was a change in tone. I mean, sorry, I'm trying to... And like that that's where I'm starting to get into like Joker light is people who believe in the villain instead are acting on the villain's beliefs instead of the villain themselves. I guess which them. Joker are you pulling that as like a Heath Ledger one or like because uh, I don't get that vibe from. Like I mean any Heath Joker Ledger, stuff, you can do Joaquin Phoenix. Oh yeah, um, he did, yeah Joaquin Phoenix has had that moment. Yeah, so it does mirror that. Yes. Yeah, and 
That's to say, I don't know a lot of comic book Joker too much because, I mean, like, yeah. I have Hush, but Hush isn't Joker, right? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Joker. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know how he really works, like, in general. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's because to me, it's just like, at least interp- in this interpretation of Riddler, and I feel like we're staying on this a bit longer, but. Yeah, we can, we can jump after yeah. this. But I think Riddler is a lot more calculating than you think, but then Joker is more chaotic than you're thinking too. Because the two movies make it seem like he's more idealistic in a sense. When in reality, it's really, I'm telling you, it's just, he's just doing it to fuck with Batman. Like his goal would be just to fuck with Batman. He does not care what the city did. He's just going to use that. Mm. While like Riddler is getting back at the city somehow. Right. So I think like there's an extreme that like I there is legit. The gap is way bigger than I think Mm -hmm. you're thinking, because this is also just coming from like, like you said, what we get from the movies, because like, yeah, Heath Ledger's is like that he's sending a message right that's almost like that so i'm like okay yeah the riddler is closer to that version but yeah and then Joaquin. i actually actually i have not seen the joker movie but i know what scene you're talking about really yeah no it's been on my list and i guess like i just haven't like i heard it's really good but i just haven't gotten to it but i know the scene you're talking about is like when like a bunch of people like start um like they they start idolizing and dressing up like yeah it's it's after he shoots he shoots yeah the guy i don't remember his name like i knew that i think that's the thing too yeah i think that got spoiled for me i'm like all right cool i know how that works (laughs) which i'm like damn that's a bummer yeah it was but i guess yeah i guess for me it's just more like i think there's a chance for it to like there's a wider gap for like how much chaotic stuff Mm -hmm. they can do but it also, to me, shows that, honestly, this is also a good example of, like, Batman's rogue gallery is mainly, like, psychotic, like, psychopaths, to where, like, they, it's kind of funny how at the end they're, like, quote, unquote, we're friends now, ha, 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 because you're all psychos. <laughs> and, I mean, it's actually funny because in Hush, uh, Riddler and Joker actually do team up mm-hmm. at that point, too. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, like, really quick, but, like, I, and I do want to add to, like, you mentioned Long Halloween. You mentioned Hudson. Like that's where like a lot of this stuff pulls from too. And, yeah. Like if you read it, you're like, oh yeah, this alludes to a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But then I think the coolest thing is the director, um, Matt Reese, actually pulled a lot from like the game, like the Telltale game. So a lot of this stuff oh. actually came from the first one. So the ending with Selena leaving, it's like that. Joker gets teased at the end, just like that. Would really, oh, wow. it's just like a lot of stuff like gets pulled, and even like the arm, like the armor. He said like it pulled a lot of inspiration from the Telltale armor, which mm-hmm. I think was really good because it just looks, oh, it just looks. So it's good. the best looking. It's suit, the best. Like... Look, yes, and you mentioned the jawline. I'm like yes because he it fills is... out the mask perfectly. Perfectly, yeah, agreed. I remember seeing it the first time. I was like, damn, I have chills. Like the way they handle Batman, I think is we we talked about this after the movie mm-hmm. um like the presence of batman is just it, it feels different and it feels more um you don't get the like heroic batman you have the like the the horror that stalks gotham cuz like the very first scene when they introduce him you have um like you have the the gang harassing that old guy from the train yeah and then like they they give batman footsteps in all the other in all the recent batman films it's always he just appears Mm -hmm. or he flies in but like you hear deliberately like footsteps and they sound so and maybe it's just because we were in the theater but he steps out of the shadows and you're just like yeah okay and they I put it to dig this. Bum, 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 bum. And you're like, oh, is my such God. a good theme. The theme's so good in this. And every time it came up, I'm like, I have chills. This is too good. The, oh my gosh. The, that intro, the first intro of Batman with that theme, and then the fucking car chase. Was yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. 
can, and can we go back to what you said about like how he comes in? I I think this is also the best way to portray Batman because most of the time you're right, it's heroic. Like he fly. If you look at older like movies, he always like glides in or flies in. Like it just looks you know heroic, like you said. Even like the Batfleck one got close to it was heading door, towards the direction, but not enough mm-hmm. to where it's because he was. Remember how he's just like I'm in the corner in like yeah. his movie, but then most of the time he's like swinging in and all. I was like, this is like the best portrayal of like how Batman actually uses fear. Because everyone like is like scared of the shadows, and I think that's so good. I think that's what mm-hmm. adds it up. It feels, and I, I keep trying to think of like what it felt like, and it felt like me watching like like the animated series cartoon, where every yeah. time Batman would like appear out of like he would actually like you know just shift out of the shadows, and I do like how like he just randomly you know just Batman ass shit. Yeah, like, he, he, he just disappears. leaves. But when he does walk in, like even like at the DA when he was like. When every, the police were outside and DA had like the collar, he just mm-hmm. walked in, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah. And I was like, there's like, what is he doing what? here? Yeah, like there's there's a presence that he has that the other Batman don't have. Yeah, because even yeah. when um when they go to the old mayor's house and they're investigating, you get the mm-hmm. POV shot of him walking through the police and like, yeah, <sighs> it's good. And th- yeah, like I I can't talk enough about the suit. It feels so much more. It feels more like a superhero suit, but it's also like but this also weird not. cobbled piece. Because you yeah. can see, like, there's exposed, um, like, padding, but then especially on the like chest and shoulders, there's like the metal plate, and the way the cape like outlines his shoulders. Whew. A A plus Batman design. Oh. Yeah, it's mm. and it's nice. It's a very like limited use of gadgets and tools, but every time he uses them, if like outside of because he has the like really high tech contacts oh that my God. that you know at first you're like oh that's really high tech, but then you see him like having to go through the footage and it's really grainy and it's like okay mm-hmm. like. That it, makes it sense. It still though. has that yeah. like cobbled togetherness. Yeah. But then, like his grapple gun use feels very Batman. Like, because in Batfleck, he uses it a few times. Yeah. But. But you even hear like when he grapples people, you hear them scream. Yeah. Because like, when you think about yeah. it, <laughs> yeah. it shoots through their leg. It yeah. Shoots, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, it, I, I want to also at this movie was PG thirteen, right? At times, yeah. I'm like, it is borderline getting close to R, and I'm like, this is free. like, it, I wish it could have gone R. I, like, if, I was like, it, it doesn't need the gore and all that, but like no. to show, like showing the actual brutality, I think that Batman had because he was he absolutely obliterated that first guy. In yeah, the first scene where he's punching the kid, and then at the, the end, impact, impact, also uh, so good. it's meaty thwack. It was, Sorry, at the end. Yeah, you mentioned it. Oh, just at the end when he punches that one goon. Oh, yeah. And then they like, take off his mask. It's like, oh, his face is like kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. He like yeah. injects himself with the Bane juice and then... It looked the like that too. So was that Bane juice? People, people have been speculating if that was Bane people juice or been, not. Yeah. We were like... That was... Because it was green, right? I wasn't crazy. It was, it was yeah. like very noticeably green. Yeah. I was just like, hmm. It's interesting. Like, because and, and it's oh, God, oh. That, it was such a good scene because like you could tell he was like he was out of it like point blank mm-hmm. shotgun blast he's like last resort Bane yeah. Venom starts screaming beautiful I was gonna say the other scene is th- the one time you actually see him fly was oh, yeah. <laughs> a really cool reveal because like yeah he's like he's doing the zip up and he, he's like okay how is he getting out of this and he has a wingsuit. Mm-hmm. And then he like completely fucks up the landing. Yep. I was like, yeah, that's that's like year two Batman style. Yeah. I and I love that there's little touches that they they're like, yes, this is year two Batman because there's moments when he actually just messes up or makes mistakes, and I, I think that's great. And I mean mm-hmm. that also ties into the end where he couldn't fully. Like, it was interesting. Like he couldn't fully figure out the the old, big picture thing, right? But every time it was like the quick like, hey, this riddle, I know it. I know it. I know it. Yeah. But then at the end, he's like, "You didn't know it." So yeah, because right. even the whole like his his revelation at the end is 
because they even throw it in his face like you're not supposed to be a symbol of vengeance like yeah you need to be a symbol of hope for the city it's like okay that's fair i get it yeah which is an interesting take but i was like okay i guess we're going here anyway that's fine i mean it is fine i just didn't expect it to happen this is that the, fast the reveal that batman gets a blue ring he gets a blue lantern ring instead oh of that gave him a yellow instead ring? of the yellow yeah instead of yeah. the yellow yeah confirmed Dude, you weird. heard it here first he's a blue lantern core member Damn. Hot that'd take. Be so funny. Hot take. I'm the so one cool. Green Lantern fan. <laughs> um oh, damn it. There was one other thing I wanted to play on too. Oh, and the fact that like because he makes mistakes too, like he actually it also is cool that because like you I, I'm gonna go back to the very beginning of what you said. Every time Batman and other iterations always has to rely on his gadgets or high tech, right? And this one, he it, it didn't feel that way because at times it's like, oh, Alfred helped out. Because he had to like ask Alfred for help, or like most of his tech, it's not like oh they're gonna we're gonna pinpoint at this location it's right here, you know like it doesn't have that mm-hmm. giveaway when he would always be on his motorcycle and actually tracking people and like actually doing everything on the ground because he's like the most grounded character or grounded Batman so far from what mm-hmm. it feels because it's not like oh I'm just gonna fly in on this jet even though like that was cool to see in like the trilogy the Dark Knight trilogy here it's just like oh it's just nice to see like hey. He's just driving around, mm-hmm. actually like scoping out, scouting, looking through binoculars and everything. It's okay. Yeah. Ian, do you have anything to say before I monopolize with another question? Um, I do. I don't know if we'll get here, so I'll just. Or I don't. Let's I don't do know it. if we'll go sure. there. Um, so I'll. I'll just say. The thing that I liked a lot about, um, it kind of like all ties together. So you have like the beginning, where they show like how scary this guy is, this Batman, like how how much fear he just exudes. Um, he's got like the 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 JoJo aura uh, around him. Menace. Uh, yeah, menace. Um. And it's not just the bad guys too. Like normal people are very uncomfortable with them. Yeah. Um. And he even says like, "Oh, like who who are you?" He's like, "I'm vengeance." Um. And you see like how much brutality he's like okay with, and then mm-hmm. they really like turn up the dial when it's like desperation mode, and he has to he has to save Selena. He's like beats this guy's face to 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 mashed potatoes. Um I really like how they so he has that arc and then at the end when he sees like there's a lot of people about to die, mm-hmm. he sacrifices himself. He cuts the uh the electric wire, sacrifices himself. And then he gets dropped into the uh the flood. And it as he comes up, it, it like they almost do it like religiously. They kind of did. Yeah. Where yeah, he's yeah. like so he gets baptized by the water. He's he's yeah. cleansed. He's washed away, and then he he comes up, and then he lights lights the flare and becomes like the symbol of hope for people and leads them out of the flood. That was really cool. I liked that. Like they built that up so well and then like turned it. I will say, I kind of agree with you, Harrison. It did happen really fast where he was like, I'm now a symbol of hope. I I'm now, yeah, but yeah. You know, that's not something you it. like come to, <laughs> you don't just come to that like right away. In five minutes, it, right? Yeah, but yeah, I, but I, I will add like to that. that I will huh? add to that. It's really cool that after that happens, once he starts saving the people under the rubble, the first person he saves is the kid, yeah. and the kid is ten- technically like him saving himself for yep. the first time. And then the mayor is like, "Oh, finally, someone that actually accepts him, like in that level of like government or whatever the hell." But like, you know, it's like slowly getting like the like the trust of people at that point. So it yeah. is that full arc. But I just when he saved the kid first, I was like, "Ah, it's because he has to save himself at the end." Because he's so because yep. it, it was so interesting to see like throughout the movie he would dead focus on the kid for like minutes if, mm-hmm. from what it felt like and i'm like yeah he's, he's just himself. staring at that boy <laughs> yeah like, the kid was like so. okay 
But yeah, uh, on that though, uh, they have like that's a really cool like trifecta they have because they have the parallel with he sees himself in the kid, and he doesn't want to see himself in uh in um the the Riddler, Mm -hmm. but he is. Yeah, uh, like the Riddler is even like we're the same, and he's like I'm nothing like you. Because at the beginning, Riddler, it was I, and I was thinking I didn't realize it was. I mean, I did after you see him because, but the Riddler's looking through the glass, you know, his binoculars, and then Batman does the same thing later down yeah. the line, and it's just what's the difference? Nothing. <laughs> they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they drive that point home with like one of the one of the Riddler goons who says like the same line that he said from the beginning yeah, of the movie. The it's just like really nice. It's just very clean. The mm-hmm. whole like arc is very yeah. clean yeah that's all i wanted to talk about <laughs> no i think that's fair it's it's i think a more grounded look at batman as a character mm-hmm. and and I, yeah they did a really good job of showing like batman is kind of on this like knife's edge of if he's good or not. Mm-hmm. Can I also add really quick? I know you have. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Just really quick, like, because we're talking about like how Batman is conveyed. I know my fiance, she hasn't, she's going to watch it tomorrow or after this recording. But she asked like, because I was like, I think this is my favorite Batman. She's like, how's the Bruce Wayne? And I'm like, that's really hard to answer because it's year two Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. Like it's because he's not the, he's not the billionaire playboy, right? That everyone always associates him with. He's like he's not a even recluse. a philanthropist. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's like, not even a philanthropist. He's basically still mourning. Yeah, yeah. he's still oh. yeah, very much okay. so. But I also want to like. I think it's just cool though because if you notice the club that gag when they always meet the twins, mm-hmm. the gag though I think at first I was like oh that's funny but then like actually thinking about it and because I think one of my friends made that point he's like did you notice how each time he appeared though is how he handles situations normally as a batman as the batman like first one he came in as the batman second time he used bruce wayne to get in and he got in like with because of his status but then the last one was he's not batman but he's still doing stealth stealth like actions and he still gets it it's just he's like that's actually like just how batman operates period whenever he has to go through stuff and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh that's that's also a nice touch Mm -hmm. Like, he's not Bruce Wayne, but because he just said, I'm Bruce Wayne, he got in. But it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, one of those, like, I'm going to buy the club. Yeah. yeah. He didn't do a bath lick. Like, I yeah, bought yeah. a bank. I mean, even, like, uh, Christian Bale did that, too. Remember, it was like, oh, I don't think we could put this table next to you. No, it's okay. I own it now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that's just nice and refreshing that he's mm-hmm. not that yet. Mm-hmm. Probably. So right. now we're just getting into, the, like, Completely speculative, but I think it's on everybody's minds is we've talked about, you know, his um, villain gallery and how this was like year two Batman. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see a sequel to this? Because we said like, this is a really good standalone Batman so it's this is gonna be like four questions. So I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. do we want to see a sequel first of all? I would like to see more of the world. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah, and I would too. And, um, I was gonna say on top. Of that, I, I even think that. like, oh. I think it, during like the um, press tour, Matt Reeves was asked about villains. He's like, I really want to do Mister Freeze next. Be like, oh. okay, sure, like. I think they, Ooh, I feel they like could. Matt Reeves kind of knows, like, maybe we shouldn't stick with Joker and Bane for a bit. Like, No, and I appreciate that. Yeah, like, it's it's, it's like, almost, it reminds me of James Gunn, where, like, let's take the, like, C and B level characters and, like, give them the spotlight for a bit. Yeah. Oh, if he does that, I, because I feel, because he feels like, because everyone always joked, or, you know, the meme was always, like, at the time, it's like, oh, um... Zack Snyder was like a huge fan just to realize, oh, he's a huge fan of like subs, like a subset of like comics. And mm-hmm. that's why he liked that kind of style. But like, at least with Matt Reeves, like the way he's like portrayed certain things, it does kind of show a bit more how 
you should how you can do it right where you like oh i'm a fan like this is how like a movie is done but for fans you will pick up on this mm-hmm. and i'm like his portrayal of like how certain things played out in here i'm like this is really good so if they do miss if he does mr freeze i feel like he'll get that same level at as like the animated series freeze where it's like oh you feel it's not like he's just there to make arnold schwarzenegger like freeze jokes, yeah. freeze buttons but it'll show yeah, like, like oh I like remember... his actual background at, in one comic book line, Batman basically helps Freeze with his wife, and that's like yep. that's the end of the character arc. Is Freeze yeah. isn't a bad guy? Yeah. But um, I guess a two part, two, a two parter is like, do you think they should stay in this like noir detective feel, and like we don't get a like end game Batman where he's super high tech. He's got all of his gadgets and he knows everything like, cause at some point, if we keep getting Batman films, I feel like people like I'm perfectly fine with staying in this. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, give me Batman for the next two years, like his next two years where he's still learning and growing. But then the other part is like, if they do in, cause the, the, the rumor was, they would somehow tie in this Batman into the Justice League. How that ties in, because you have someone like Cyborg and like the tech levels of this Batman to the rest of the Justice League at some point just doesn't, doesn't work well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what was the first question? You said it was a two-parter. Yeah, well, it was basically like, do you, the the two questions are, how far do you want this line of Batman to go? Do to you go, want to see? Then, do you want to see his end game? And two, do you want to see him in the Justice League? My gut reaction says no. I don't want to see Justice League tied to this at all. Same. Ma- mainly, <laughs> mainly because Justice League was bad. Or no, no, no. Like I, because I like the because I do. Well, to answer, I like the feeling of this. Not like the detective aspect. Entirely, I don't want it to just be like, oh, let's just keep this whole like thriller mystery type deal. I want to, I like to highlight that, but I like the set. And again, it's just one of those, I like the setting of this so much and that I just yeah. want to see more of that. Like, it's like, um, it's like the animated shows. You have the, the Batman animated show, uh, like from back in the 90s or early 2000s yeah. or whatever. And it was like really dark and, and gothic and gritty. And then you also had the Justice League show running, I believe, at the same time. Those feelings are very different. Like the yeah, and and so you would have the same thing here, where if you brought this Batman into the Justice League, he would lose all of that cool like that that cool like mood and feeling. You wouldn't be able to to have that. I feel like yeah, or you would would lose some of it. Yeah. It'd be one of those is like, oh, he's probably a cameo. Like he would appear. And that's how Batman typically he's a founder, but most times it always does feel like in the comics or certain shows is like he's here to like help with the big things, but he's out. He's not like a team player. So right. if they had to, sure, but I don't I don't really think I want that. And because I think for the first time in a while, I was like, wow, I could just watch this movie and not ha- it's like, oh, I don't have to know too much. Like or it's like oh I don't have to, it's like the whole I don't want to watch this movie this movie this movie this movie right. to get this one. You don't right? have it's to just, watch like all these uh, movies to enjoy yeah. Infinity War or whatever. Ian even mentioned like it was like Ian you said it was like refreshing that there wasn't an after credit scene. Yeah, yeah that that was something I was like no after credit scene. Thank we don't have like in all honesty we don't have to do and there was one but. It was an after credit scene, but it wasn't even. Yeah. Have you guys gone to the website? No. No. Did I, do I, was, it? I need uh, to look into it, but. I know people, I, I think someone's figured it out, I'm sure, but it's like you are answering riddles, trying to oh. like keep it going. See, I had a feeling, but I was like, I, I yeah. just thought, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go home. It's late. <laughs> yeah. I but just, you know, it was, I didn't, I like, I yeah, didn't like, flow eyes. It, it, I it was very just like. It there, was this, there's there's it was no that. like we're Probably setting up. I could yeah. like <laughs> there wasn't. I I had yeah. joked like because the city floods. I was half expecting Aquaman to show up and be like, all right, let let, let Aquaman take care of this. There's there's none of that. It was just 
here's the credits. Here's a very, very brief thing and get out. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, like the credit, the end credit, the would be end credit was at the end of the movie, like with the, with, um, Riddler and Joker. That was like the thing that I was like, okay, that would right. be the end credit. But yeah. I'm glad it wasn't. Like yeah. we didn't have to. Yeah. I'm also past that point. I was like, we don't have to <laughs> do that. And it's not like, it's not bad to do. I think it's it was not. just a really nice choice that you didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was a three hour movie. Yeah, that yeah. too. <laughs> it's a long movie, people. Did you? Oh, I could. For you guys, did you guys feel like it dragged? No. Okay. It felt like a long movie, but there wasn't like a period where I was not engaged. Yeah. So I. Yeah. It's not like time passed, but it was like one of those like, oh, we still have like, like an a, hour. a lot is still going on. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which is, but I mean, I was, that's that's I was really impressed. good pacing to. Mm-hmm not feel tired after three move three hours yeah mm-hmm. and i was gonna say like for you luke like i know you mentioned like the amount of characters i think because it was three hours they were able to like give segments to some of them yeah it was a lot for name joke like because i will i i still agree with you like there are times i'm like they said this name is that important i don't think so i think they meant the a like even like the commissioner it was or it wasn't gordon but like you know his boss or whatever dies right. and i'm like Okay, I guess that's just a death. Gordon's it's, not the commissioner, right? He's, not, he's just no, detective he's, right now. Or a or detective a, or captain or something. Captain, I don't know. Yeah. And that was the other thing. I'm like, I think they kept changing the title too because people die. And I'm like, or maybe I just <laughs> couldn't keep up. I also couldn't keep up with that. I'm like, I think I'm, it's just Gordon. It's fine. It's, it's fine. yeah. It's, that's all we need Gordon. to know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think. I don't know. I I was trying to think about this. Like, if you cut out the Catwoman stuff, it might I, be like a more focused movie. I, I but guess. What it's do more you like... lose if you cut her out? And yeah, I don't know. I think they're because because it, it, she isn't like directly involved with the riddler stuff at all no not really but i think it she, kind of like it's an accessory but that's why i was trying to say like it kind of pushes it something a little bit around something like, I don't it, know. it makes the stakes more because she's invested right yeah but yeah like batman himself isn't invested yeah i and i think it's one of those and this kind of plays into because this is actually kind of year one like the, this kind of woman is kind of based on the year one comic or movie i can't remember all of a sudden but matt reeves mm-hmm. did say like that's where because she's like she works in like as like a prostitute and stuff in in that comic but the tie-in was like oh she because she's friends with this person or and annika because everything's kind of ties back to it, it is all like the web i it's kind of it starts the whole issue and someone described it pretty well like the type of characters i can't remember also but essentially she's like oh she's like the maiden that's gets the hero in like involved but you don't know if you can trust her or not throughout the entire movie at some point the thing is like Like, she she wasn't the reason he gets involved though because batman already is investigating the murder of the right right she was a lead she was a lead sorry yeah that's right he he noticed her in the club while he's already investigating the club yeah Yeah. because i will say yeah at that point though i this is where i agree with you guys where it's like it probably could have been cut but it's because it was involved, you had to have it. It was when I just thought one, I thought it was funny how like they're like, Did you not call me? No, I thought you called me. Like with the bat signal. But it's cause she did oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was one of those like, all right, this is a loose end we have to actually address because this is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I want also wonder it's because because it is in the comics where in some iterations she's the illegitimate like heir to Falcone. Yeah. And because Falcone's involved, that's why the okay, let's just go ahead and involve Catwoman yeah. and it's very like I think like, it I talk, mean it is staying like it, true to the comic. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean the more we talk about it, I'm like, actually, yeah, maybe she didn't need to be. Yeah, like it, the yeah. the only thing that she I think adds to the plot overall in that she is how Batman figures out how corrupt the police force is. Mm-hmm. But it is reasonable to assume he may have been able to find that out differently. 
but like th- that's how they choose to reveal to Batman that the police force is corrupt, which is that's fair. But a lot of a lot of her emotional stake doesn't really work with the rest of the film. I yeah, I could see that. That one I could see. But yeah, that that's it. Still is like one of my complaints is. But it's like one of those like that's like I agree with that. But it's also I think her, I think Zoe Kravitz did a pretty good job. At, yeah, like, I, I think she did great. Honestly. She did like, great as Catwoman. Yeah. So the, the I think that's why solid. that's why I think if she didn't though, then yeah, I would yeah. be like, it's <laughs> there's just like every actor or actress in the movie did a good job because yeah. if you look at the casting, it's kind of stacked. It is pretty stacked. I mean, yeah. Robert Pattinson. You have Andy Serkis. You have Colin Farrell. Um, Hilariously, he did really good as Penguin. But I also, every time I looked at, him, I was like, "You're Colin." I don't yeah, it's like, who? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Uh, he's the guy. The most recent thing I could think of is in Harry Potter. He was like in the first. Oh, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Oh, he was like I... the quote unquote back. Oh, never mind. Dang. He's in other stuff. Like, if you see him, you're working. He, he's he's, he's a little a bit of a chameleon. Yeah. I think that's why it's kind of hard to place him sometimes. But he he's he's a pretty big name. I think the other big one I remember was Total Recall. But Oh, okay. If I show you a picture, you'll recognize later. Mm-hmm. That's not a big deal. But yeah, everything, everyone did. Even Andy... Okay, yeah, Andy Circus was like... I think a lot of people were kind of surprised because it's Andy Circus, But as Alfred, I was like... I believe this. I would believe this. This is very believable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was like really yeah. good. That's also like how he like. That was a cool moment too. Cause that, that's part of like how he figures out like how to differentiate himself from the Riddler. And like the Riddler is, is, that they are both orphans who have are outcasts, outcasts and reclusive. And Alfred, ba- the uh, the Bruce Wayne, Bruce realizes like in the hospital when he's like, "Is there anyone I can call?" And he's like, "No." No, it's just me. It's like, oh, he's like the only one I have left, and I'm all he has left. Yeah maybe I'm not as like disconnected from society and the world. And so, oh, and then with that scene, I want to add also, I thought it was very good in that it also, you know, it, cause it dealt with like how Thomas Wayne dealt with the situation. Cause it was, Oh, here's the two sides mm-hmm. of like, well, how it could have been. But I love that even though every, like I, one, I like how they don't have to like bash in your head. Like, Oh yeah. His parents died by in the alleyway, blah, blah, all this stuff. But I do like how they left it ambiguous where it's like, Oh, uh, Maroni, like, you know, like, uh, Falcone was explaining, this is how they died. But then, like, or, like, this, so this is why he died. It's like, oh, because he was messing with this. But then Alfred's like, no, because Maroni's a bad, or Falcone's a bad guy. He probably got the hit. But then he added, or we don't know. It could just have been some thug that just shot mm-hmm. too, like, pulled the trigger too fast. And I was just like, I like how they left that ambiguity. I was just like, okay, that's really cool. Because then they kept, because then it's like, oh, Batman doesn't have, it would still have this would technically still have this all not that we not that it's needed or it's good but he's like oh yeah all criminals are still bad mm-hmm. but in that you know in that setting in like year two and all that i'm like all right that's really good that's just nice mm. yeah yeah i agree yeah. there's so many there's so many little things i'm like <laughs> I, could, I just want i would i guess for me i would like to rewatch it just to like yeah, probably get a better idea of like how I feel about the film because I also want to rewatch the Dark Knight trilogy, or at least like mm-hmm. the first one. I don't know, like rewatching what, just like you mean Batman like, Begins or Dark Knight? Yes, like both. Okay, kind of. Like I, I feel like you kind. Of, I, for me, it's like it's kind of weird that like you have to. I feel like you have to kind of watch all three. Not that I like the third. I don't like the third one. You could skip the. Third. You know, I still haven't seen that. It's okay. Dark Knight Rises, the main one. Yeah, the main one. It's okay. Like, it's. it's I still okay. think dark. I think the Dark Knight is the best out of the three. Still, no matter yeah. what. But if anything, yeah, I guess I kind of want to rewatch that just to like solidify how I feel. But I mm-hmm. do at the end. Like, I woke up this morning. I'm like, I think this is still the best iteration. I think overall. it is the best. Yeah. 
And I think it's it's more than just Batman. I think we we, we keep saying it. It's the vibe. It's the feel. It's the world mm-hmm. yeah. that Gotham has. Yeah. Yeah. Well packaged. <sighs> yeah. It's a really good Batman film. <laughs> Conclusion. Keep talking, but I don't know how long. Yeah, Matt, at this point, we would just start talking in circles of. Yeah. Oh, we want to we want to see this Batman do this. We want to see Court of Owls in film instead of the video game. Or what if that happen. what if that kid's gonna be Robin? Um, oh, okay. that was like, for a split second. I thought that and I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. We don't, to, we don't have to do that. We don't have that. We don't. But need we that could. Right we could, but we don't need that. <laughs> Technically, Bruce Wayne isn't that old. So if if we up, if we skip like ten years. We have a oh, yeah, veteran a Batman, bit. and the kid, the kid would be like, I don't know, maybe like, He'd like a teenager though, wouldn't he? Yeah, I guess Robin's a teenager. Yeah. I don't, I don't think That's we want the twelve-year-old Robin. That's kind of annoying. I guess we haven't had that either. Or we just we do the time skip. We have the veteran Batman. The kid was Robin. Kid died, so now we have a different Robin. Oh, Dang. big brain plays. We have Dang. um, what Nightwing. Yeah, damn. Or, yeah, we're not. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not going to be the first one. Like, we just have the second Robin as a Nightwing or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, we could just speculate all day and <laughs> talk about Batman. Mm. Final review, though. Yeah, go see the movie, especially go in the theaters the if you can. The sound is the sound design really helps the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Great sound design, great set, great soundtrack, great acting. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, that's all I have to say. Say, we gonna should we wrap up? Let's yeah. wrap up. All Let's right, do it. we're wrapping up. To everybody who listened today, thank you so much for your support. You can re-listen to it. I don't know. You can find our podcast on basically any podcast um, app. We're on YouTube if you want to look at our bedrooms, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's Superboss Podcast. Um, you can follow our Twitter, Superboss Pod. You can also, on Twitter, uh, we have most of our engagement there when we just, you know, suggestions, comments, critiques, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. The um, if you go to YouTube, that's the uh, the bedroom cut of the, <laughs> the movie. That's the the Patreon exclusive behind the scenes look. But yeah, appreciate your support, everybody. Yeah, um, we thank hope you. You also enjoy Batman, or if you don't, you could that's yell okay. at us. You know, yeah. give give us that that social media engagement mm. that we all crave. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're signing off. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.